Last time on Queer Dungeoneers. In the belly of the beast, a wordless Baramos has shed the last of his humanity. Patsy began tearing himself apart in order to unmake Baramos, stripping parts of his soul away and turning them into weapons. Jolene promised Patsy she'd find a way to save his soul, but she's running out of time. She's run out of hit points too, as her napalm backfired and sent her straight to a visit with death? Wait, how does that even work anymore? Cut to a small room made of nice wood, but not pine. It's kind of quaint. The architecture reminds you of somewhere you've been before. And I think in the room is sitting someone very familiar. Leonard. He's looking down at a clipboard. You can tell he's been very busy. He looks quite tired. All right, next one, next one. Oh my gosh, they come through so quick. All right, uh, Jolene. Jo- and he looks up at you. Hey, how you doing, Lenny? Oh my gosh, what happened? I got hit by a giant lobster slash demon monster and exploded from napalm. That's a new one. Which is honestly the most me way to go out. Yeah, about that. Things are really crowded here, so we've implemented a kind of system. Okay, what's your system? Maybe I can help with it. Yeah, yeah, okay, so you see these bones. (laughs) 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 What we're going to do is you roll the bones, and hey, if if the right things come up on them, they've got little markings, uh, good news. You actually get to go back. We don't have room for everyone. And if you get all the markings, yeah, you're going to have to stay. Um, And if you get some markings in the middle, you you can go back, but we'll we'll have to come up with some sort of job for you to do. We found that this is really the best way to manage the afterlife so far. It's It's been a very stressful thing, but since we implemented this, it's actually gone a lot smoother. I don't know. It's a genius system. I, we, we're really bright for having come up with it. It's good. It's good. Oh, just so you guys know, this is like a message from like Cremora and stuff. They are kind of planning on increasing the size of the ghost zone that we're all in right now. So don't worry, help is coming. Oh, thank God. Well, um, anyway, oof, you know, I, I hate to do this. Uh, yeah, yeah. Time's not on your side. I get it. You know, I'd like to give you some sort of bonus or advantage, but it would, um, it would look a bit nepotistic. I was your dagger for a long time. Yeah. All right, would you like to would you like to roll him? It looks like you might have business you need to get back to. I kind of do have business I need to get back to, but it's good to know that you guys are okay. Yeah. Um likewise? No. No, not likewise. Oh, no, I'm probably burnt to shit right now. Yeah, yeah. All right, go ahead. All right. I rolled an 8. <laughs> You paused for too long. I was so worried. Yeah. Oh, jeez. All right. So you mentioned that your friends were going to help expand this place? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Oh, gosh, this is my least favorite part. He gets out a piece of paper and he writes down, uh, I don't know, is a week? Does a week sound good to you? What do you mean? Like a week here? 
like to expand the expand the ghost zone a week or otherwise you know we'll take your soul back i'm sorry i'm sorry it's part of the process i really don't like it yeah oh i get what you mean right 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 um a week yeah let me know if you think you need more time i can give you eight days eight days is probably okay okay eight days all right by eight days you'll expand the ghost zone or surrender your mortal soul to ghostington is this place called ghostington now yes we put it to a popular vote (laughs) (laughs) i'm sensing some sort of like you know animosity about that i just wish that other people would take this seriously anyway look here's your contract eight days have a good one say hi to the others for me yeah sure i will in the time we've been talking, 10 more people have gotten in line. Jeez, oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I'm slammed. Good, I wish people would stop dying. Gosh, yeah. That'd be awesome, you know. All right, you just go through there. And he points to a set of stairs with like a big, like tacky sign saying, to life. <laughs> <laughs> she folds the paper and puts it into her pocket and walks up and gives Lenny a wave and says, say hi to Benny for me. You know I will. Jolene, you are stable. You're still on like zero hit points and you are essentially like knocked out for the moment, but you're alive. The rest of you don't necessarily know that. Nime, you've sort of survived the onslaught of legs while two of your friends have been whisked off with the moving Baramos. As you look back where Baramos is going, where once there was the mouth of the beast, it is now just like a stretching corridor, like the space is adapting. On the ground is a very bloodied looking Jolene. You okay, Jolene? 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 And I run over to her. Jolene? Holy shit! Her pulse is very weak. I take out my last healing potion and I shove it down her mouth. Glug, glug, glug. Jolene, you spit back to life. Ah, God, it tastes real bad. You made it! Made it where? I don't know, you just made it. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. I think I died. No, yeah, I did die. I saw Lenny. You saw saw Lenny? Yeah, it was nice. Yeah. You died? Yeah. It's not that big of a deal. Jolene, it's a huge deal! And I give her a big hug! I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry! And I turn into something that can run real fast. It can also carry a halfling. I'll be a big greyhound. Roll to turn into an immense greyhound. Ten. I turn into the dog, and then I just, like, scoop my head under Jolene's legs and just run. By using a hold, you catch up easily to uh, Baramos. What are the two of you who are hanging from the legs up to right now? Cremora is just clinging on with her legs and one arm she's clinging on, and with the other she's just waving her hand and throwing spells at Baramos. (laughs) (laughs) Fireball! Magic missile! Magic missile! Fireball! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Which spell would you like to cast? I'll use fireball. Okay, I warn you from this angle, if you use Fireball, you and Patsy will both just certainly be in range. I will use Magic Missile. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, roll to cast as well. Uh, yeah, that's heaps, loads, a million. Uh, 13. So I will deal 8 damage, ignoring... Uh, not ignoring, just 8 damage. 
Okay, I mean, that's a hefty blow that you land on the underside. I don't think it even really acknowledges it. It's just like kind of scuttling still. Patsy, did we say what you're up to? Um, yeah. Now, I'll just go through, I know it's not a Patreon reward thing, but I think I'll go through my bonds. Nim risked her soul to ensure Cremora survived. I'll make sure Cremora doesn't fuck up this second chance. Nim has lost so much to get this far. She must survive this. Jolene has given me a future, and I will ensure with my very soul she survives the present. I just watched Barry skewer Jolene and instantly kill her. She is back and alive, which is great, but this needs to end. Patsy is going to climb up Barry's legs, and I want Patsy to begin detonating his soul. Unmaking himself entirely to unmake Baramos. No. <laughs> <laughs> um. I thought about this and I looked at my bonds and as much as Patsy had fear for his existence, the one thing that kept him tethered beyond all was Jolene. <laughs> I think to tear yourself apart, especially if Patsy's doing it, is strength. Okay. I think if you do this, like, I'm looking at what Baramos is on. Like, this would do enough to destroy Baramos at this stage. Yep. Like, you just have to roll to be able to do it. But what I like is that there might be a chance for someone else to aid or interfere if someone else wants to. I would like to aid. I would as well. I would like to interfere. You all look at Patsy and... After seeing what he did last time, his intentions are just obvious to you all. Patsy begins to climb slowly up the remaining part of this leg that he is clinging to. And you know that he is making a sacrifice. Patsy, are you sure about this? I am a very unsure person. But none of me... Absolutely none of me stands against this. Okay, then. And difficult as it is, I'd like to start trying to, through my connection to the Beast in the Stars, channel that power to just try and do whatever I can. Hold Barry down, force Patsy's soul apart, whatever. Patsy, you've been with us this entire time. You're still you, despite everything. And I've got your back. And I've got Barry's. As I start hugging his back. (laughs) So I think for a moment, Nim is about to, like, launch herself at Patsy to stop him from doing this. But she's heard what he said to Cremora and what Jolene said to him. And she remembers the last time she made a decision like this. The last couple of times it really hurt people. But she still can't bring herself to assist it happening. So Nim just stands there. Cremora and Jolene, can you please roll aid or interfere? 
I rolled a nine. I rolled a nine, but with a plus one, so that's a ten. Patsy, you have plus two to your roll. Can you please roll me strength as you will yourself to be undone? Now, quick question. Protecting the very things I found important in life, is that overindulging in mortal pleasures? Yeah, these people are your mortal pleasures. Friendship is my mortal pleasure. Oh, Yay! no, I'm gonna cry. And I will roll a d6 and a d8 with the help of my friends as a plus five. That is a 12. Yes! As Patsy climbs Baramos, he begins to detonate his soul, and from Patsy slinks off these spectral, ghost-like after-images that cling onto the form of Baramos. Each of these forms have a feature of Patsy. The first one that slinks off has his nose and a series of tattoos. The next one seems that she has his hair. Another has the beard, the muscles, and as Patsy reaches the top, there stands a empty, colorless form. And that form seemingly looks over at each of you, and there is no way to tell if it is smiling or crying, but it seems to tilt in a slight glow and nod as it grabs each side of the front row of teeth of Baramos, and in unison all the forms begin to pull apart and begin to try and tear the very essence from Baramos and splinter it. Jolene is gonna jump off and start running towards the front where that colorless figure is. Even as you're running towards it, the bits of Baramos are disappearing as they are sucked away into the void along with your friend. I'm going to throw my Soul Catcher potion. Uh, you hadn't made the Soul Catcher potion yet. What? I thought I had. You've got, like, the start of a Soul Catcher potion, but you just have Lich Dust at the moment. Damn it! Oh, wait, no! I've got an idea. I'm gonna combine the Lich Dust with the magic liquid stuff that's inside the monster that can do anything and hope it works and huck it at the disappearing form of Patsy. Can I please get a wisdom roll, as really the most important thing here is to not collapse this magical water back into ordinary water. Can I aid? I have a connection to that which falls in my soul. I'm just going to pour that power into the water as much as I can give. I will open up my soul and just pour all the magic I can into the water. Okay, so first of all, Cremora, can you roll aid or interfere? Uh, that's a nine. Jolene, can you roll with a plus one? Oh my god, holy shit! I rolled a six and a five, and I have a plus one to wisdom! You do this, you scoop it up, 
The power is surging into it. It keeps trying to collapse back into ordinary water, but Jolene, you're so determined that it won't. And Cremora, you're putting more power into it. So as it turns back, it re-energizes. And in your hands, this amazing substance starts to form, glittering and powerful. It almost streams out of your hands where you're making it and onto this disappearing mass where Baramos and Patsy once were. Patsy? Yep? Your existence stops for a moment. There are a few seconds where you are nothing. And then you are many things, deciding how to put yourself back together. Floating in a void filled with parts, heads and arms and legs and torsos. Not all of them are yours though, or were always yours. Some of them are Baramos. It's Baramos as a god with bony limbs. It's Baramos as a demon. And there's even the parts of Baramos as a human. The only part of him that you can't see is his mouth. And that's because you're holding it. And the eyes of Baramos across the room track you, almost pleading you to give it back. One, do you put yourself back together? Two, how do you put yourself back together? Three, do you choose to give Baramos another chance? And if so, which version of Baramos? What do you do? Look back and float amongst this and let the mouth go in the opposite direction to the eye and rest out into the infinite. I do wonder whether or not there's a chance in this to start somehow fresh, that there will be no mind, no memory, nothing taken from others, but have faith in those that I held dear, that whatever comes through will be loved and will be okay. So can I leave all those body parts and traits behind and at whatever choice or whim takes it come through as a blank slate? Absolutely. You look at all these parts, but none of them are yours to take. And so you leave this space and give yourself to what will happen, trusting that the person you have become is enough to be whole without the parts of others. I think for the moment, though, back inside this beast, Jolene, your efforts are seemingly in vain. Nothing seems to happen in this room right now. Jolene? I promised. I promised he'd be okay. I promised I'd take him to places that he's never seen before. And he was gonna come with me. I know. But he chose this. I think he chose it for you. No, 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 no. I don't accept this. Jolene, souls are 
complicated and messy things. And there was more truth of Patsy than anyone I've ever met. That's right. They're complicated and messy. So how come he can't just come back? <sighs> I... <laughs> he ripped himself apart, Jolene. He destroyed Baramos. Patsy would have wanted us to use the power to help souls that are lost and who don't know what's going to happen to them. That was the one thing he was the most afraid of, and we can do that. Patsy gave himself so that we could achieve this. That's how much it meant to him. Yes. We must use the power now. Are you happy with what we're going to do with it? Expand the ghost zone to make it permanently expanding so it'll take in all of the dead? More or less. Well, we all must agree on exactly what this vision is if we want it to go right. We need to understand what it is that we're doing to the ghost zone. We can't leave it vague. You're right. Baramos said souls degrade over time. If we keep them in the same place forever, they're going to disappear anyway. Maybe we create a space where they have the choice. I like that. Where's this space going to be? Well, there's a big fucking hole between the realm of the mortal folk and the halls of the gods. That should be plenty of space. I think putting it between the realm of the mortal folk and the halls of the gods is probably our best bet. Well, okay, then the next question. At the moment, this is a space accessible to mortals. I mean, I believe from the stories you've told me you've been there. Will this still be the case? Will a mortal be able to venture into this world of spirits? I don't think that's a good idea. No. Can souls ever come back? At the moment, the line can be blurry. Souls can be revived, replaced into bodies. Should that be a feature of the new world, or...? I think yes. You know, because you said yourself, right? Over time, souls will degrade if they're not in a physical body. Yeah. Why don't we give souls the chance to, you know, transform and go back to the living world and live out another life? They come back different, or they come back the same? I don't know, it'll be up to them. Because I feel like, as grateful as I am for the soul returnee potential that currently exists, everything like that can be abused. What if someone finds a way to infinitely loop themselves back? Maybe it would be easier for people to deal with what happens when they die if, if there was no way to come back, if they knew that was certain instead of being uncertain. What about the souls who don't get the chance? What if, like, they die too early or they have other things they need to do? Once they die, that's it. Maybe your idea of coming back is a good one, then. They can come back, but they're a new person. A clean slate. I think that's as good an idea as any. But no magic will be able to raise you anymore. Do we agree on that? Yes. Yeah. Yes. It sounds like being who you're gonna be by being someone different I guess then I suppose we're in accord I suppose we are yep down the hallway you can see a bright light you know this is where you have to go Cremora will grab Nim and Jolene's hands and just walk forward into the light Cassandra will look sheepishly Yeah, okay, fine. You come in as well. Vern, you can get on my shoulder. Yes. 
I'll hold Cassandra's hand because that's the only hand left. Cassandra takes your hand and then holds Vern in her other hand. And you all walk into the light together. We cut to somewhere else, back to the hole in the world, and something crawls out of it, slowly, one young arm at a time. A baby comes back out, and on the back of the baby is a single tattoo. Patsy, what does the tattoo look like? I imagine the tattoo is a singular orb purple in colour, with like these internal swirls and a smattering of stars both within and around that sort of encompass this orb and the child sits up and the baby just starts crying. Thank you so much for listening. Shout out to our newest patrons, Jess, Jessica, Kane, and Sharkite. Stay tuned for our epilogue episode where we wrap up the first season of Queer Dungeoneers and say goodbye to our party. Till next time. Bye! sounds like being who you're gonna be by being someone different i guess oh my god oh my god that was amazing <laughs> <laughs> roll credits <laughs> <laughs>